0: Uh, wheelchair rick i'm a t3 t4 paraplegic residing here in michigan and today we bring you another brave soul um i want to say from north carolina i'm pretty sure we're going to talk to him in just a minute before we bring him up though let's go ahead and roll the intro welcome to wheelchair wednesday All right, y'all, let's welcome Mr. Kyle Morgan to the show. How are you, sir?
1: Man, I'm good, man. I'm good.
0: Good to see you. Yep, good to see you. Um, so before we get rolling into this, the number one question um, normally is how'd it happen? That's what everybody wants to ask you. How'd it happen? How'd you get in the chair? So go ahead and introduce yourself. I got that right, right? North Carolina. Yeah, um, yeah. Go ahead. Introduce yourself. Let people know who you are, and then just how your injury happened.
1: Uh, basically, my name's Kyle. I'm a C five six quad due a drinking and driving accident fourteen years ago. So, I wish the I wish that wasn't like the the story. You know what I mean? Wish it was like a whole lot
0: of like a cool story. Like,
1: was, yeah, like I was saving some lives or something. But no, I was just. I don't know. I was going in the military, and I had two weeks to go, and I went out for my last two raw, and then I woke up five days later in the hospital.
0: Oh man, you never <laughs> even got to go to the military, did you?
1: <laughs> no, I was with the National Guard for about six months doing like the weekend warrior type stuff, and uh, it was fun, man. I had a lot of fun doing it. I was excited about going in the military. I was excited about kind of like the career choice I picked, and I didn't make it. <laughs>
0: oh man, <laughs>
1: it. fell a little yeah, short, huh? No. You yeah, pretty much.
0: All right. Well, it happens. Uh, a lot of us that's yeah. in this situation like to think that it happens for a special sort certain reason that we're not, you know, savvy to But who knows? Um, what is your level of injury now? You said
1: C five, six,
0: C five, six. OK, yeah. so you're uh, you're. Uh, oh, that's one thing I didn't do. I got to go back and do that. Thanks for reminding me. So you're a quadriplegic then. OK. Yeah. OK. Um, the next question that I got for you is if, if you could go back those 14 years ago and you could not do that would you not, would you stop yourself from getting in a crash and then going on to the military or would you li- leave off where you're at now?
1: I don't know, man. See, like I've had that question a lot through the years. Like, would I change it? Would I go back? Would I do things differently? And I mean, like I always want to tell myself, yeah. Right. Cause I mean, walking and running around doing all the stuff I used to do is like really crazy and stuff. But I always think like if I went to the military, I probably would have done some hero type stuff and, got myself killed you know what i mean and then i would have yep. restricted a relationship with my son and i wouldn't have been able to do hold on i got a call coming in and then i wouldn't have been able to do any of that stuff do i still look good
0: on here i mean you're sideways but yeah i can still see you
1: okay hold on but yeah so i always think like that like, like if i would have went in i would have probably done some hero type stuff and then i probably would end up got myself killed or you know what I mean? Restricted stuff. Plus, I mean, this wheelchair, honestly, man, it, makes me a, it made me a better person, I think, in a way. Well, I it sounds crazy. I don't know. I just see things differently now. I see things a lot more like... There you go. Uh, yeah. I see things a lot more... Uh, I don't know. A lot more humble now, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, I actually see real struggle now.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you, you kind of got a know. different taste of the other side. So you're like... Yeah. Every, every time you wake up know. or you see something... I mean, I kind of get what you're saying. It's... It's a different feeling yeah. that you get. It's it a different is, way you man. go like, about
1: your day. I see, when I see see like true struggle now, I and I just I don't know, it just it just hits with me different. You know, like pre injury I was like if I couldn't do it, it can't be done type person, man, and I never asked for help, you know, and then now like going through like the whole paralysis type life, I I don't know, I, I I get it. You know, like people need help. Everybody needs help. It doesn't matter who you are and what you're doing with in, in life, paralyzed or not, this world is paralyzing enough you know so it's right i don't know i don't know would i go back would i change things half half of me wants to say yeah but the other half says probably not right you know?
0: yeah it's definitely a uh that's a good question um now with your thumbnail that we put in here you got like a guy that's on a like a uh <laughs> it's like a yeah. scooter or something it's like a drift like a drift wheelchair what's that all about all
1: right so uh Last year, I started the Gimp Gangster Foundation, and basically I wanted to do something epic and create like epic experiences for people in wheelchairs because I'm mean, going to just face it, man. There's really not a whole lot we can do, you know what I mean? Especially cheap, you know, cheap fun. Right. There's really not like a whole lot we can do. Everything we do is just expensive, you know? So I started thinking, like, what am I going to do? And, you know, I got a dealer's license, so I buy and sell cars all the time. I was like, man, I'm just going to buy a Crown Vic i'm gonna throw hand controls in it now i'm just gonna invite people out to come like do donuts and you know like rip blow the tires off at the racetrack and stuff so i started doing that and then and i was like man this is actually like these guys are having a lot of fun so then i started bringing in my buddies that you know have like some drift cars and stuff like some uh just grassroots built garage built type cars you know nothing crazy well i say nothing crazy but i mean it could be a 200 horsepower. Mazda Miata where it could be a 900 horsepower LS powered S14 Nissan you know what I right, mean right like so started inviting people out to the track man and uh, a lot of the guys there man they loved it they just loved like me showing up with like an army of people in chairs and they just start tossing bodies in and out of their cars man giving them the ride of their life
0: wow that's, so that's awesome
1: yes yeah, so that's what we're doing now uh, but we got a lot more stuff coming up in 2024 like we're planning pretty heavy this year now that I'm tax exempt, I can get away with a lot more stuff without having to spend so much out of my own pocket.
0: Heck yeah, yeah. Running <laughs> non profits yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's an ordeal. Yeah. I I thought about it myself um, with certain things, but it's a, it really is. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of ins and outs. You got to have a lot of you know. Man. You got to know what the it hell you're a, doing.
1: It is a lot of work. Like people are like oh non-profits, oh it's so easy, and I'm like no, it's not. Like for one you got to get it started and you got to get approved to the IRS. Now, whenever I was applying and putting the application, I'm like, man, are these people at IRS really going to be like, this guy's taking people with disabilities, drifting and racing. I don't think this is a good, you know, nonprofit, but that's kind of what I do. But through like the fundraising and stuff, I I do want to give away free wheelchair accessible vehicles to family in need. Man, I've wanted to do that for a really, really long time. And so now that I've got a nonprofit, that's going to be kind of like the main focus, but we're going to be having fun at the same time. Um stuff like that but yeah it, it is a ton of work man it, it's not easy i was kind of hoping i was gonna get lucky and absorb one that was kind of like falling apart because then they already have funding they already have people backing it um you know once i started the non-profit i was like man now i gotta convince people with money
0: that this is a good cause you know <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that's a whole nother beast right? <laughs> that's the Thank hardest you. part right yeah
1: i gotta lose. so
0: um yeah, and yeah. with, it with uh, you know, anything that you want to share on here, we'll, we'll drop it right in the link afterwards. That's usually what we do. Cool. Um, so yeah. so then you guys can click it, check it out, you know what I mean, follow along, see what's up with Kyle and all everything. What's it called? It's called the Gimp Gangster Foundation, or? yeah Gim gangsters foundation heck yeah that's, that's dope what's up <laughs> ben insider we got now this is a live yeah. show uh people do chime in if they have any good questions we'll, we'll ask them to you um normally they just like to come in and hang out which you guys are welcome yeah. to thanks everybody for watching and listening on our audio uh podcast all around the world um the next question that i got for you is dating slash married um is it did you find any ease with it after you got in your injury to talk to anybody or women or anything or uh I
1: mean I'm married, so that's great. Um it was just me and my girlfriend in the beginning. She's been there since day one. She's been my ride or die, so um I've been good there, but of course, you know, the whole wheelchair caregiver type role is very taxing on a relationship. So that's just something that's kinda like an always just brought up concern, you know what I mean? Like, right. I always try to push myself to get as much independence as I possibly can, but I don't know, you know, at the end of the day, I still need a lot of help, right?
0: It yeah, it's what it is. Yeah, so, it's you know, some of us more than others, you know, obviously. I mean, being a quadriplegic, you can't do as much things as a paraplegic can, but then again, um, you know, everybody's story is different, that's the thing, and it's yeah. To to say that you need help and to be honest about it and be like, you know, understand it, then yeah. There are people out there that will say, I don't need no help, and they're the ones that usually end up hurt or in a hospital or something like that. Yeah, more than likely. Right. Um. So, well, that's good. So you said you was with her even before your accident. You guys yeah. have been together for a while. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Um. What is your biggest pet peeves of being in a chair? Man, biggest
1: pet peeves oh man
0: from the chair
1: life jesus i mean i I was always like a like a stickler about like dvds or cds right like if i saw one just laying out i'd just drive me crazy Mm -hmm. but now that i'm paralyzed man i don't know one of the biggest pet peeves i have now is i don't know because like everything so there's so many things out of my control i just usually let it ride or it's like something that just annoys me i'm just like whatever you know like i know what you're talking about <laughs> like kind
0: of like when you're used to putting stuff away and things in their place and you look up and you got like stuff laying out and you're just like uh well that's not good i wish i could get up and do it but you just gotta kind of let it go
1: pretty much pretty yeah. much
0: yeah i i can uh man i can psh, i can ride with it i vibe with it i know i know exactly how you feel with that one um yeah what about something that you wish you could do that you can no longer do
1: something i wish i could do that i can no longer do man i mean like i was always an outdoors. Stuff. yeah i was always an outdoorsy guy and man i was always man i was always on my dirt bike every weekend man i'd be finding some trail or some track to go hit up and i don't know that's probably one of the things i miss the most because i still see all my buddies riding today and i'm like Man, I used to smoke you back in the day. I wonder how much better I would be now. You
0: know. (laughs) All right, if you would have kept going, right?
1: Yeah, it's just one of those things, man. I just I really miss riding motocross, man. There's just something so freeing about it, and that's something I really want to add to the Gym Gangsters programs is side by sides. You know, and there's a where I live, there's a lot of there's a lot of land, and you know Busco Beach is one of the biggest ones here in North Carolina, and basically just holding like day camps. You know, where I. So, I mean, I can get I can get a yeah, couple decent side by side, fairly cheap. So, I figured if I could fundraise like ten, fifteen grand, I can get a couple side by sides, and then I'll just have day camps out there where people just show up, and if they want to rip some side by sides for a couple hours, you know, like go for it. So right. that's kind of one of my biggest things. I want to get back in the dirt. You know, I've I've been to Colorado a couple times over the last couple of years. Uh, to go out there with Return to Dirt. But the thing is, man, it's just so expensive to get out there. It's just so hard, And especially for people in our situation. Not a lot of people have money, you know what I mean, especially travel money. So it's, it's something that, you know, I've always wanted to, to implement, especially for free, you know, just if I'm going to already be out there, just have a day camp. And then if people could fly into Raleigh, you know, I've got plenty of vans, you know what I mean? So if they need to borrow one for the day or two days or something, you know, it's not a big deal. So right yeah i don't know I've kind of been building this thing for a while now and it's starting to actually
0: like it sounds like starting it. starting to actually work you know what i mean i think that's awesome too is, is i've noticed uh in my four years of even being in this life you know what i mean is like the amount of different accessibility options that are starting to just blossom all over the country for different people you know what i mean yeah. um which i think is fantastic uh you know and it's 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 we're in a we're in a weird time frame too because now it's like the technological age is just starting to boom so we're starting to get all these different things to help us um to implement you know what i mean to make life a little easier but also to you know make life fun again for us yeah so that's awesome heck yeah um what about your pain level do you have any pain
1: honestly uh i do and it's weird being quad but i can actually like feel my body which is crazy um, it's not like normal feeling, you know what I mean? Like I can feel, but it's not like, you know, hundred percent, it's probably like 20 or 30%. Right. But like, as far as like nerve pain goes, I'm doing, I do really good with that. I don't have a whole lot of nerve pain, but if I do hurt myself, I know like there's pain, like, you know, just being at the racetrack, uh, probably back in like May, I wrecked my crown Vic, right? Oh gosh. And I, I broke a rib and I knew I broke something cause I heard it. But I was like, it was either my rib or my back, you know? Like I don't know which one it was. It was one of them. And this
0: is why you're you're it, paralyzed. Yeah, you're just in here ripping around. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, this is literally like six months ago. And then uh Yeah, so when I did that, like after about three days I started feeling like back pain and I'm like, that ain't good, you know. So then I went and got X rays and they're like, Yeah, you definitely broke a rib and I was like, Oh, thank God. They're like, What?
0: How I was like, we'll it what of it?
1: It's either that or my back, and I was like, I was really thankful it's not my back. You know, mm-hmm. so they were like, "Oh my god, like this guy's freaking nuts."
0: <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, and for people that's never broken like a rib, like when you break all of your ribs, you feel it for a while. Like it's even like yeah, I, I-, I couldn't feel down here, but I remember just the breathing is restricted. Like everything. Like the one thing that really got me was trying to take a full breath and not being able to, and having to train your mind to like that's it. Now you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, that's crazy because, like, you know, my buddies, they're like, oh, my God, you, you broke your ribs. and I'm like, well, a rib and dislocated one. And they're like, man, like, <laughs> you shouldn't be in a lot of pain right now. And I'm like, well, I probably am. You know? yeah, like,
0: I probably am. I just can't <laughs> feel it, right? Yeah. Heck, yeah. Perks, I guess, you know. The perks of the, yeah, of the situation. Uh, um, What is the thing that helped you the most after your injury? My wife. Yeah, if
1: it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have been. I wouldn't be so, like, stable, man, just because, like, my family dynamic and the drama out there with all those guys, like, I would have been in a nursing home day one, you know what I mean? Right. So, if it wasn't really for her, I probably wouldn't be as, I don't know, go-getter as I am today. So, that's pretty much it, man. For sure. My son's off, too. He helps out, but he's only so much he can do.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's uh, younger, too, isn't he?
1: yeah he's 15 oh, okay. 15 now. yeah so
0: yep for sure i can relate with that um what about your hobbies I and mean, you said about like dirt bikes and stuff now what do you do now so i mean before you used to ride dirt bikes and everything else what do you do now for hobbies though instead of doing that hobbies man like i've tried
1: pretty much everything i could just being like quad But I I like flying my drone, man. That's just something I really love to do. There you go. I'm not good at it. Like, I crash it all the time, but it's fun.
0: Right. (laughs) It's fun while it's in the air.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, I'm not skilled. I don't have the, you know, I can't really fly, like, an FPV drone or anything, but I don't know. I like flying my drone around, man. I I still love fishing. I get out, and I I love working on cars and stuff, but uh, for the most part, I, I don't know. I do everything I can, really, but for hobbies i just kind of like to chill and just just see what happens man just and pretty much enjoy what's going on around me just have that's, fun
0: that's another thing i was going to uh talk to you too because like we were talking before we went live um you know another thing that i've noticed being in this life is like you actually will stop and appreciate life for a minute you know what i mean like like in the summertime i i caught myself just going outside and just stopping and sitting in the sunshine and listening to the wind and looking at the leaves yeah. and you know what i mean like you appreciate a little more No,
1: 100% you do. Uh, And I think it's because, like, you know, we take so much for granted. Pre-injury, we really don't know what struggle is. And when we end up in these situations that are just just very stressful on our, like, mentality, physically, emotionally, it's just, man, we just got to stop for a second, just breathe, and just close our eyes, and just feel the sun on our face, man, just to feel happy, you know, and just Mm -hmm. enjoy those things, enjoy those little things, and celebrate those tiny victories.
0: Yep absolutely um what about travel what do you feel about traveling
1: man i love to travel i do like flying sucks because you gotta you know like i've shit man my wheelchair's been damaged and missing Mm -hmm. pieces and stuff but it is what it is kind of one of those things you expect you know but i don't know i love to travel dude like this just this year alone me and my wife we took off like three weeks and we just drove the united states like we went from north carolina to tennessee to kentucky kansas like over to colorado hung out over there with those guys drove down to texas and then drove back across the lower like uh louisiana mississippi georgia south carolina went to the beach
0: then so came home. all over the place yeah
1: yeah man well, it was one of those things where it was like I was doing it this way. So last year it cost me like $5,000 to go to Colorado, right? That was fly. That's two plane tickets. That was the renovation from Denver, drive all the way into, uh, uh, Glenwood Springs, stay there for three, four or five days. How many other days we were there for, and then drive all the way back. And, you know, it's like a three and a half hour drive. So it's like when you fly all the way there, you're exhausted just from flying. But then when you get there, now you got to drive three and a half more hours. And I, it was just a big pain and man, it was a pain, right? All right. So, cost me five grand and i'm like man that was only like a week trip like that's a lot of money just for seven days oh yeah so i was like i could take that and then we could literally take off the entire month you know and then just go drive around have a good time and just like take our time and see what we see you know and so we did that and it was fun man i loved it um i pretty much drove the entire time i uh, only asked her to drive twice and that was you know when i'm like eight nine hours in i'm like nah, I'm done, you're driving, you know, like, I'm exhausted. Yeah, there's
0: only so much uh, you can do. I mean, for me, it's, you know, because I got the stabilization bars in the back, so it's like every time you hit a bump, and up in Michigan, I don't know about North Carolina, but our roads suck, like, bad. (laughs) I'm talking like, like you get professional at knowing where the potholes are, so you know your pattern of how you got to swerve to get home. It's, It's that bad, it's crazy, so... Just imagine trying to drive on that, and then every bump you hit, you feel in your back, and then by the time it's two hours into it, you're ready to give up. That's my thing, uh, is if I'm going anywhere, I'm going south to get out of the dang back bad roads, and then, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I do like driving, though. That's that's what I would recommend to anybody who wants to go see the country, is drive it.
1: Yeah, driving is the way to go. Uh, it takes longer, but if you can just, like, I don't know, if you can make it work to where you can just take, like, two, three weeks off and just drive around, Like it is so fun and it's so awesome just seeing how how literally the country changes, you know, from like just landscape to the people to the culture. It's just crazy, man. It's and it happens so fast too. Man, like you'll be going from one state and going to the next state and it's like a whole nother world. It's crazy.
0: Right. Yep, it is pretty cool, man. That's awesome. I'm glad to hear um and and you know. I love man. You still was gonna say you said with the airlines, those are those are we we I was just talking to Dom, the one before you and he had his chair broken. They broke his brake, even though they paid for it. But it's still it's a hassle having to go to the appointment and blah 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 blah. Yeah,
1: even even though they pay for it, like you know, you can't just go pick up a wheelchair that fits your body off a shelf, you know what I mean? It's gotta be built. So then, you know, it's like now I know with like all the manual chairs, like tie lights backed up like six months. So think about that. You know, if they bend a frame or something, it's like, "Oh, here, no problem. We'll just pay for it." And it's like,
0: "Now you got to wait six months,
1: months?" right?" You know, like, "Where's my pain and suffering on that?" Hopefully, they got got a Kmart
0: loaner, right? Um, Speaking of chairs, uh, what kind of chair you got? You see, you got Ti Light. Yeah, I got a tie light. Do you got a you got a name for it?
1: Uh, The one I had before this, I called the Rickety Cricket um, because it squeaked all the time. Uh I really don't have a name for this one. This is just the OG comfort chair, man. Like I've got a new one since this one and it just it just didn't fit the same. So I'm like everybody looks at this like, man, you need a new chair and I'm like, I got one, it sucks.
0: I had I'm to go like, back to the OG, right?
1: Yeah, this thing's just comfortable, man. It's just it just fits well. Yeah, I like, I feel more balanced in it. I don't feel like I'm about to fall over. The the axles are high, like the the camber tubes high, so I'm not I'm not like you know being a quad sucks when you're pushing right. because you actually you have to pull more than you push so it's just it just man i love this chair it just fits so good okay and it just kind of makes me sad that one day it's gonna be so beat up and banged up it's not gonna be worth really repairing and i don't know i'm just gonna have to jump in one of those new ones and hope for the best
0: yeah and it's i mean it's kind of like do you break it in will it break in or is it gonna break you in you know what i mean like because, yeah. like you said, it's it's you know it's a different feeling. And a lot of people don't understand like the work that has to go into a, a wheelchair for you to actually be able to sit into it comfortably for the whole day. Um, otherwise, people yeah. get pressure sores, which can cause hospitalization, which can cause death. People have died. From yeah, hundred percent. Yep.
1: I mean, I know a guy. Uh, I'm actually gonna be. He wants me to build him a bus, so I'm gonna build him out a bus. But dude, he just had to get his leg amputated because he pressure sore, man. Yeah. <laughs> crazy i'm thinking like god dang dude like do do i should i even build you a bus like it's <laughs> right. you know, going downhill brother come on man
0: yeah and i thought but, about that when when i first got injured and my legs you know just kind of like lay here and they don't work and they dangle and i'm like can't we just amputate these things so i can move around a little easier but now that i'm like you know getting used to it you kind of want to keep them using for balance or whatever else to kind of help yeah. you transfer and Ability. stuff yeah yeah yep.
1: the whole nine
0: um The last question that I got for you for the day is what would be the best piece of advice that you would give somebody who's newly injured?
1: Honestly, just live your life, man. This stuff's hard. I mean, life in general is hard. We just kind of adapt to that level of difficulty. Right. So I would say live your life to the best you can. Like if you need help, there's plenty of people out there living the exact same life. Uh, yeah. It's like, I was talking to a buddy of mine the other day and he was like, man, so like, what's it like being paralyzed? And I'm like, well, everybody paralyzed can pretty much tell the same story. You know, like only it would only take one person to write a book and it would pretty much like tell everybody's story. Cause I mean, it's similar, very mm-hmm. similar. So, uh, I don't know, just live your life, do the best you can, uh, never give up, keep pushing yourself. Basically life's too short to throw in the towel. I mean, It took me 11 years to get my driver's license, which is a long time. But once I finally had it, I just – I don't know. I started thinking about, like, all the time I lost by not having it. Right. And then – so now I'm working on some stuff to uh, help people drive sooner. Like, just realize that they can drive sooner. You know what I mean? Because – I man, I was a quad, you know what I mean? Like, right out of the hospital, I had to be spoon-fed. I couldn't do anything. couldn't breathe and brush my teeth. And it's taken me a long time to build up the independence and the strength to get to where I'm at today. So, like, just never give up, man. Because, I mean, that 11-year mark, when I got my license, it was like, dude, it was just free, man. It was worth it. It was worth it. It was a lot of struggle, a lot of pain. It took a lot of fight out of me, but I got it. You know what I, I mean? I bet you that was a
0: good feeling the first time you took off and you were like, on your own got your license and you're like i did it finally back on the road it's Man. a pretty feeling i mean i myself i i, I kind of know what you're saying but then again it's harder for you guys for for a paraplegic it's a little easier i would i would imagine to drive yeah. and you know um, what i mean
1: well yeah so like whenever i was there at the dmv and you know i was, I was like practicing driving around my neighborhood anyways so i can kind of get the you know the hang of it but when i was at the dmv you know I, this is in 2020 and they're pretty much like shut down so, by February 2021, I finally got to go to an appointment where they had a parking lot big enough to do, like, like riderless tests or whatever, where they just kind of, like, watched you in a parking lot. Mm-hmm. And, man, whenever I was transferring, this lady was like, I mean, it was taking me some time to transfer, you know? she was like, man, there, there's no way I'm going to give this guy a license, you know, <laughs> know what I mean? Like, it's taking him 10 minutes to transfer from his from his, his wheelchair to the driver's seat. And that's the thing, too, is it... I would rather drive from a, like I would rather transfer 10 times a day in and out and to drive from a regular chair because man, it is so comfortable. Like the guys that drive from like their manual chairs, I don't know how they do it. Like I would be like, I would fall over all day. I would be out of my chair.
0: Yeah. I, I use the power chair for the most part, just because, Uh, I mean, where I live at it's I'm all over rough terrain. You know, the driveway is, is super long and, you know, tall, but also I drive my van. It clicks right in. I get in my van and it's, pilot seat um perfect but yeah yeah i don't know i i can imagine either man like a lot of people you know it's not everybody has it the same like you said everybody's kind of similar but it's all different stories and it's uh everybody has their own struggle um for sure but yeah definitely man hey i tell you what i appreciate you coming on today uh i'm gonna give you a round of applause from our in-house studio audience Uh, nice you know, you can't see them, but trust me, they're there. You'll hear him afterwards. Now, if you have anything go. that you need, like a link uh, that you want to share with people, we'll go ahead and add that to this later. Um, so in the description, if you have anything you want to post up, we'll throw it in there. the a nonprofit or whatever. Um, that way people can find you, check you out, follow you along. Cool. So, does that, that sound works. good? All right. Yeah. Heck yeah. All right. Well, hang out with me, Kyle, real quick. Um, I'll talk to you right after this. Everybody else. Thanks for tuning in. Um, Thanks to all our audio listeners all around the world. And we will see you on the next Wheelchair Wednesday. Peace.